I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Preach Care Preach with Rashad. We are the prophets. Here another episode, another sermon coming at you from 12 Ounce Sports, Zingo TV, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and anywhere else you can find us. Welcome to the show. My co-host Rashad, what's going on, man? Man, it's probably the craziest 72 days I've ever been a part of, man. 2020 is off to a crazy, crazy start. Definitely. Uh, I mean, I really I really did not want to start this show off <laughs> like the way we were about to. Um, you know, we had the news 2020 so far with David Stern and Kobe Bryant. And I know that's, this is not on that magnitude, but people are dying. Um, coronavirus is now affecting the sports world. So, you know, from, from a sports podcast where we do basketball, football, hockey, uh, boxing, golf, all these other different sports – Everything is being affected by this virus, coronavirus, and it's affecting us, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, it started over in China. Now we see that the main outbreak is in Italy, and we've had a few cases here in the United States. And uh, just the other night, uh, Rudy Gobert, he was, you know, not in the game. And we know Chris Paul went over to say, what's up with Rudy? They told Chris Paul to get back. And now it's been confirmed that Rudy has been tested. And confirmed positive for the virus. He more than likely gave it to Donovan Mitchell as well. And there's no telling who else. I know uh, Moody has it. So there's no telling who else is uh, experiencing the symptoms right now. Well, they might not even have any symptoms. They just may have it. Don't even know it because uh, they played so many teams. Been you know been going coast to coast the last few days. And you got to think about the teams they played and the teams that those teams played. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me if in the next few days next week or so we get some more uh nba outbreaks yeah I, yeah i feel like it should be a it's probably gonna be a, a big amount um i think like a soccer coach um with arsenal um he's been he was tested positive we had gobert and david mitchell um i think i think what's name Fred horbury went to the uh, emergency room but it turned out he just had the flu but you know, with with this virus when it's only it takes what two weeks for symptoms to show up it's kind of hard to even think you have it and, you know, 
that's why everybody probably should get tested just in case because you don't know who you came in contact with or who they came in contact with, just like you mentioned. So it's kind of, it's kind of crazy, and I think it's you know as soon as that Rudy Gobert news popped, boom, NBA dropped the hammer. Like you know what, that's it, that's a wrap. Like in in matter of, you know matter of thirty seconds, teams that were finishing playing like the Hawks was playing and uh, you know Vince Carter and all his things like that. It's like man, this. This, I mean, right now I think this has been for thirty for thirty days, but it's like, I don't know, I don't know if it's going to end at, at this time because the the way the way the pandemic is going right now and how, I guess how serious it really is and not finally seeing how many people are affected. I don't know if, if the numbers are really accurate because a lot of people don't get tested, you know. Well, I mean, there's a limit number of tests, honestly, because I mean, I know. Um, here in you know Georgia, people, if you don't go to Atlanta, you can't even get tested. So, you know, everybody can't even get tested for it. It's just you have to wait and just see what happens. And I know I've saw stories on Twitter of people saying they're calling their primary physician and that person telling them to go to the health department. Then they call that place. They go. They got. They get you know getting direction to go call the CDC. Then that person saying, hey, call back to your primary health care provider. So a lot of people are really just getting a run around some of this stuff. So as far as being able to get tested, knowing exactly where to go and things like that, it's it's a it's a it's not a clear straight line of where to go, what to do, how to handle it. Honestly, I mean it's and that's scary for people because when people are in trouble or they feel the need for help, they want to know where to go and what to do. And even as the president, the leader, the voice of our nation. Even when he was on TV doing his address, he even misspoke. He didn't even know that they were – he was saying those things away, but it's really only you can get tested for free, but everything else would still be out-of-pocket costs. So, you know, it's a whole lot of misinformation or I could say not enough information out there right now knowing exactly what to do, how to handle it, and, you know, what's the best way to go about it. Yeah, we talked about this uh... – you know, maybe a couple of days ago when they decided to cancel the Ivy League tournament or, or you know, they was thinking about no fans in there. And, and at, at that time, it wasn't it wasn't as serious as it was today than it was at that time. And that, you know, that kind of crazy how, you know, how fast that turned in the last 24 to 48 hours. We had LeBron James saying that he wouldn't play if there was no fans in there. But come to find out, you know, one of your teammates could have it, you know, with, with the Jazz. And I'm – you know, I'm very skeptical. I, I was kind of mad that the Ivy League did they did that at first, but then now you see why they had to do it. Now the whole March Madness tournament is canceled. Uh, all the you know all the power conferences was, was canceling their 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 conference tournaments. And I was like, man, this is this is crazy because how how do you think they're feeling? How do you think like seniors are feeling who who, who wanted that one shining moment? You know, the cliche for that, but they 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 it was had his one chance in the conference tournament and to maybe get to the March Madness dance and maybe to get it. I mean, even though it's canceled now, but it's like, man, what are they going through? Uh, what they worked for the whole time. Now they, they, they don't get the opportunity to, um, a lot of, I think other, other sports besides basketball is, is suspended. I think what all, all of the quote unquote winter sports are suspended and going forward spring sports as well. Um, I don't know how long that's going to last, but it's like, man, it's crazy when you you put all your work into being a student athlete and you know something that you can't control is blocking is is blocking from is blocking you from doing what you want to do and what you want to achieve in life. 
Well, they kind of had to go ahead and cancel it all because when you already have universities canceling class, giving extended spring breaks, doing, hey, online classes only. So when you have the universities already taking these measures, it's kind of unfair to the student athletes to say, hey, everybody else is gone, but you still have to stay here on campus playing these games March Madness, we're going to ship you all over the country to play in these games. And then on top of all that, you're not an NBA player. So you don't get paid when you play. You don't get, you know, licensure or you don't you don't have any control over your domain, your likeness. So you're just going to play. You're going to get ratings for March Madness. You're going to bring school. I'm sure they're going to get money some type of way, even if, if there are no fans. So the, the players have just been at risk for nothing outside of just the memories of I'm playing my teammates or um, we're doing this for each other to see if we can win the championship, outside of just that memory, which really would be, in my opinion, somewhat a downer because you don't have your student section going crazy. You don't have your – you may have some family there, but even they may be feeling like, I don't want to risk catching it from those bleachers, from those fans. So you could – if you're playing in an empty arena, you know, nobody doesn't cheer except for the coaches and your teammates. I don't think guys really – some guys for the love of the game may have wanted that, but I think it's a small percentage of guys who would have wanted that just to, just to play no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I know, you know, a lot of people – it's kind of like you have to have some type of humor in this world because, you know, how life – I know how crazy life is. Like, imagine, like, you know, surgeons and things they go through every day, they can kill somebody – it could be their fault. So when they have something that's, you know, humorous about, you know, a surgery they have to do, then they can do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and then they can have a little light to it. So I know a lot of people have all these jokes, memes, stuff like that. And, you know, I'm not saying it's not funny because, I mean, I mean, sometimes it is. But, you know, it's kind of it, now that Gobert is, is tested positive, it's definitely not funny when, remember, he was touching the mics way back when. And it's like, ah, oh, you know, it's a little joke because, you know, we didn't think nobody over here had it. So I, as soon as it happened and Rudy Gobert, I was like, "Hmm, is go did they go Barry go to France doing the All Star break? You know, you know, you got like what a couple of days. He's a millionaire, so he can he can hit a jet real quick and come back. Did did, did he fly somebody over or you know how do you, how do you come in contact? But you, you you really don't know. You can't really say it's something from Europe, but it's like okay, then who was it? You know, who from the Jazz organization came from there? And I think uh, the report said that nobody was was um, positive except. Go Barry Mitchell, but um, you, it's, I'm not saying it's funny, but it's like, man, it's just crazy how like he did all that, and then all of a sudden he's the one that tested positive. Uh, you, you seen videos flying around of Ibaka kissed the basketball after Go Bear touched, but you gotta think Go Bear plays defense, he touched the ball, and all these all the teams that like within the last two weeks played them, like they all had to get quarantined, and it, it's it's like like you said earlier, it's very possible that multiple NBA players has it. Um, but the good thing is so far, we haven't seen anybody, um, young, um, you know, have be, been in critical condition. Um, I think it's based off like, you know, your, if you have cancer, cardiovascular diseases, stuff like that. And older people who, who tends not to have, who not, who don't have the strongest immune system. But here, here we are, here we are now with NBA, NBA season canceled. March Madness is canceled. Uh, all the conference tournaments, everything is all canceled. I, Rashad, I took off work on Thursday, next Thursday, to watch the March Madness start. And now I might as well go to work now. 
Yeah, man, it's this whole thing has taken on a life of its own, and we're really in some scary times, man, because nobody really knows what's causing it. You know, you don't, you really don't know who who has it because nobody has any symptoms. So everything, you know, what was expected to be one of the more anticipated times of the year has really taken a, a strong downturn because we had an MVP race that was kind of heating up between LeBron and Giannis. We had conference tournaments going on to see how that would parlay into who gets the one seed. I mean, you got Duke and Kansas, two of the top teams in the country. Both of them came out and said, hey, whether whether this is canceled or not, we're going to, you know, not participate. So just so much of – so so – there's so much anticipation that was built up for this time of the year. You know, this is ESPN always breaks the number every year of how many brackets are, you know, bracket entries you get. So this is a very, very highly anticipated time of the year. Uh, you're looking for that. You're trying to scout that Cinderella team. And we're going to have selection Sunday in a couple of days, but now all of that has been pushed to the back burner, really just an afterthought now because the bigger picture is people's lives are at stake. You have NBA players, college players who may have been exposed to it, and then you got to think about these guys. Even the, even the I don't want to just forget the the track and field athletes or the women's college basketball players. You got people hockey, who are yeah. exposing yeah hockey. You're exposing yourself to your family, your, your if you have kids, your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. So, I mean, the, the training staff, those people, the equipment people the timekeepers, the referees, like there are so many people involved in this and everybody's being exposed to it. It could really get bad in a hurry. So I understand why everything is being done the way it's done because what did start off as somewhat of a joke, we kind of see now it is pretty serious. But there is still some humor in this. It is, you know, there are some good memes, some good jokes going around with the, the cheap flights and everything, man. We can go somewhere for like 50 bucks so i mean there, there is still some humor in all of this but the big picture is getting everybody's health in order making sure this thing doesn't spread even more get it contained get everybody quarantined and let's hope it passes over so we can resume some sort of uh you know normalcy in our day-to-day lives man you talk about the the flights man you know i took a big hit in my investments i i invest in delta i can i can say that <laughs> and at first, you know, I was down a little bit, you know, and I wasn't taking it too serious. I was like, well, you know, we're just going to overreact for this for a couple of weeks and then it go back up and then boom, hit again. I thought, oh, Lord have mercy. I don't, I don't lost half the money I put in. Like, so it, it's, it's crazy. It, it, it is, it is, it is pretty fun when you talk about the cheap, the, 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 the cheap flights and all that kind of stuff like that. But, but yeah, it, it, it turned out to be very serious. So the NBA just came out. I think, uh, Shams reported it. That uh, it's going to be a 30 day suspension and then they'll access it from there. Uh, but all players must remain in the market of the team. So if you're in Dallas, you got to stay in Dallas. Uh, players remain home as long as possible. No group workouts, no practices, none of that other stuff like that. I, I, I know as soon as uh, as soon as it was like tweeted, I seen people was like, man, the, the pickup game is going to be crazy for NBA players. And obviously, can't do that now. Uh, team doctors and trainers will speak to each player once a day. So I guess that's that's the check in on how you feeling, how you doing? Did you get did you get treated? Did you get tested? Um, you know what's the diagnosis of your test and all that stuff like that. So you got yeah all those pers- 
all those things in, in, into effect. But what about the college kids? You, you know, we're leaving them out with all this because the NBA players, they, you know, they're they're being paid by organizations, so they, that's why they invest so much. But what about what about these other guys? You know, so what what about these college people, college players, athletes who are not, you know, who are, who like you say are going home or on spring can go on spring break now? It's 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 a it's a crazy sports. It's a crazy sports day. I, I've never seen something like that. I've never seen where an NBA, NBA season is canceled. Now we have lockout seasons. We have that. We had uh, NFL might maybe locked out uh, what, next year. It's possible, but we have never seen a cancellation or at least a suspension in the season um, or a March Madness being canceled. Like that's you know that's something we live for. I'm not saying you know all we live for, but you know what I mean. Like that's something we we look forward to in March because we had this conversation that March. Maybe the greatest sports month in the, you know, out of all the months, and you know, you we talk about NFL free agency starting next week. You talk about March Madness. You talking about the NBA playoff race basically heating up because April you got what, ten game, ten to twelve games where you have to fight to to see where you're going to be at. So you know everything. Everything matters. Baseball starts up. Um, it 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 all matters. And the greatest the greatest sports month, at least in my mind, is now. You know, it's not it's now dead, and there's nothing else to do. And this is we're what March what what's today? The March March twelfth. We're not even halfway through the month. That's crazy. Yeah, we're in uncharted territory as far as something like this shutting down sports. Like you said, we've had lockouts before. You've had guys get suspended for their own personal drug abuse or drug violations, things like that. But we've never had something like when Ebola came around or the swine flu, H1N1, all that kind of stuff, and all these other things were around, they didn't affect the sports world, like how this coronavirus is affecting the sports world. But even in the midst of all these storms, um, I want to give Adam Silver a big kudos for it. And they already had meetings, and once that thing with the Utah Jazz and Gobert happened, it was deemed right then. We're shutting everything down. No more games, so... Anybody who was in my bookie or DraftKings or anything, you probably lost out on your your, your entry because they they shut all the games down. Um, so, but big kudos to Adam Silver for being so proactive, and his proactiveness has made the NCAA look almost incompetent <laughs> because you got doggone Creighton out here playing the game, and then they want to shut it down at halftime. They really should have never even been there because everybody else was already making the arrangements to stop their games. Like, the NBA shut it down immediately. The NFL has already started banning people from the facilities, no more traveling. MLB is shut down. Soccer is shut down. Uh, just overall, Coachella. Like, all these different things have just been shut down. But the NCAA still trying to milk that last little bit out. Thought it would be a good idea to let Creighton go out and play a game. <laughs> now, I would say this now, in, as far as business sense, for for the NCAA, you got to think. Okay, they're not really like you know when you when you shut off the fans, you're 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 losing money that you could get. That's fine. You know, I think they can as a, as a company when you make billions of dollars, you can stomach that. I think the reason why they was trying to hold off as long as possible was simply because was simply because of the uh like all the money they put into the, like renting out these revenues. Um, what, what was the final four gonna be this year? Do you know? In Atlanta. In Atlanta. Oh, that's right. In Atlanta. So you talking about booking out one of those, you know, one of the biggest arenas? Arenas. Uh, it's gonna be in the New Georgia Dome. 
aspect, I assume. Not. Uh, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be in, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be there. It was gonna be in the George Dome where you know you know how much money that costs as far as like renting all that kind of stuff out, and I guess they 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 were trying to milk it. And if you think about it, if Gobert didn't get wasn't announced positive, I don't think they would have stopped. Like I don't think the NBA would have stopped. I don't think nobody nobody would have stopped because like I said, you you don't know about these symptoms. I, I don't even know, I don't even know like how this came about as far as oh we're gonna test Rudy Gobert. You know what I mean? Like like how all of a sudden we just gonna we just test a player. And that's what and that's what made me ask myself like did he fly out the country and came back and then and then it was like hey you need to come in and and get tested or or did he just have a a, a series of just te- you know checkups and come to find out he got it like I don't I don't know how how that came about I'm kind of interested in knowing the story more about it but if 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 that news didn't come out late last night these everybody be playing right now and the the disease has been spreading the virus being spreading around all all around so I think that's I guess uh, you can look at it as a, you know, in hindsight, a good thing that it happens. So we'll see if more people come out. But, uh, you know, anybody been around Gobert or Don Mitchell, the Jazz team, I mean, it's pretty – I mean, I'm not saying you got it, but you, you may. Well, the, the story was that he was listed as questionable for the game because he was feeling some type of way. So Quinn Snyder had you know, listed him as questionable for the lineup or whatever – and then I guess that was what led to him being tested, and because if he would have felt fine, he was gonna still play in the game pretty much. So, but I think once they, I know it takes a couple of hours to get the results. But I think once they tested him and got the results, he didn't even go to the floor for the shoot around, all that kind of stuff. So once they kind of got the results back, the uh, the story is the head trainer, the head doctor ran out, told the referee what was going on. That's when everybody started getting escorted off the floor, and they made the announcement to those OKC fans and Jazz, you know some jazz fans there too as well, that the the game would be postponed. And naturally, of course, when that happens, you're going to hear some boos because people are looking forward to this event. You got to think about people have probably fought traffic to get here. They pay for parking. They probably just bought a beer, hot dog, slice a piece of popcorn. You probably went through a whole lot to get here. And then now in 15, 20 minutes, you're just told, hey, that, that that's for for nothing pretty much we're postponing this game so i'm pretty sure the league will work out something where people can get refunds on their tickets oh or, they better they better. you know we i mean you know when you go park you know when you go to a big event parking can be 20 25 bucks i mean and you got to think about when people go to these games we the most of us are just normal working class people so that may be some money somebody just couldn't fair like that. They were doing it because they wanted to take their kid to the game. Like the, the young lady who was at the Kings game, you know, they showed her on screen saying it's my first game. So, you know, that kind of ruined her experience. And who knows what her parents do for a living. Maybe they put in a lot of money for those tickets and to get there to show her their good time. And it's possible they might even get reimbursed for that. So hopefully the NBA, the NCAA, hopefully there are policies in place where you know, they can work out some refunds, some reimbursement, because think about the Final Four is playing way in advance. Like, this gets announced way, way in advance. So think about all the people who have booked hotels, booked travel, and all these different things to be in Atlanta for early April. And now, with everything going on, <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> and even, like... Like, like, so now if you got to start planning for next year to go to Indiana for the Final Four. So you just never really know how this stuff can change because, you know, we we always – we live for the day. We plan 
it, it came out of nowhere and it's shaking up not only the sports world but everybody's day to day lives as well. Yeah, I, so just 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 in XFL is now canceling the rest of their season. Uh, their players will also get paid for the rest of the season and benefits. So I was kind of wondering when Vince McMahon was going to say anything. Um, so I kind of hope he does this. You know, it's kind of crazy. Man, he about to lose you know, so much money. He about to, he about to lose so much money. Like that's a like not. I mean, XFL is just a small part, but the wrestling like this is something that is predicated around like fans and <laughs> showing up. And now what are, what are they going to do there? Yeah, especially like you said, WrestleMania coming up. I know he I know he hurting because that's XFL project was looking promising and, and 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 of course you know his biggest money maker as far as his, his uh, main income like that's <laughs> that's that's hard. So. Um, I hope this man got got a good plan in store, man, because um, that's you know that's pretty big too. Um, so well, I think so. Every every well, 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 stuff like WWE, they, they'll be fine because they got their network. So, I mean, let's just say hypothetically, they decided to still put on some some shows. Like I remember being a kid and watching the empty arena, The Rock versus Mankind match. I remember watching that. So maybe the WWE goes to some empty arena matches and they can just broadcast it on the WWE network but I'm not sure how they feel about their you know putting their talent at risk to, to drive to these different cities to fly to these different cities and things like that where you got Raw, Smackdown, NXT and all this kind of stuff so it just depends upon how they feel about putting their talent through all these different travel arrangements in these different cities potentially exposing them to certain things so I want to see what they do. Yeah, uh, that's you know it's like it's so much it's so much to uh, to unpack because you got every everybody's infected by this. I mean, I, I go I mean I gotta go to work tomorrow, but <laughs> I wish I, I wish we was canceled uh, for a little bit. But uh, but no, it's you're right, man. It, it's, it's it's a lot of things. I, I was kind of worrying about when would Vince McMahon have that you know when would he used to come out with the XFL? Because I think that was the last the last league I believe that's. That didn't cancel anything. So, um, all your professional sports, all your um, all your college sports are now canceled. Hey, I I see I seen a tweet. Like I said, I know we don't. You know, sometimes you got you got to put some you know late late light a little bit with some with a little bit of humor. But I seen somebody said ESPN ESPN gonna start playing Baby Boy on <laughs> on prime time because they got nothing to show. Hey, I thought that was pretty funny. You know, to try to shed light on on the situation that's serious. But man. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't. I don't know what they're gonna do. Cause I saw a couple of shows, like a couple of sports shows, were canceled as well. So, it's this, 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 this really taking a toll. Oh yeah, it's affecting everybody, man. You know, so I mean, the Sports Center and First Take, Undisputed, The Jump, all these different shows, they only can talk about so much without any activity going on. So, <laughs> you know, I want to see. I want to see how they adjust to it as well. Um, we're adjusting to it, you know. We're 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 discussing possible options of what could what could not happen. Uh, as far as the NBA goes, I think once the thirty days, you know, that once it expires, whatever, if we reach that thirty day window, I think at that point they will see has the virus died down, has there been any more outbreaks, and then at that point they'll probably just say, hey, let's just go in thirty days. It'll be April. Let's just go straight to the playoffs, whatever the seating is, because the only thing that's really Pending, you know, not locked in for sure. It's like Memphis because right. you know they have a, a lead. They have a lead, three four. I think it's like three or four game lead on the eight spot. But 
it's not, you know, certified clinched yet. Well, a lot of teams haven't fully clinched yet, but, you know, they have enough room where, you know, like they're going to be in the playoffs. So right. I think in 30 days, once it gets to that point, that'll be roughly mid-April. That's about the time the regular season would end anyway. So if there are no more outbreaks, I see the NBA just go ahead and saying we're going to go right to the playoffs with the seating as is, and we'll just play it out and see what happens. Um, I'm not sure how fans would view this. I'm not sure if people will say, hey, this is a, a tainted championship or, you know, how people say this one doesn't count, things like that because of stuff going on. It, we, didn't, we won't fully get an 82-game season. We won't fully get, you know, how the seeding could shake out if 82 games were played. So I'm not sure how other people view it, but if let's say we do get the playoffs in April, as, as we would expect anyway, Whoever wins the championship, more power to them. But I know whoever does win it, they will. Some people will say there is an asterisk beside it, but I won't view it that way. You still got to play the games. Everybody's getting time off. They'll be pretty much rested and healthy. Have to find their rhythm again, but still rested and healthy. Hey, I want to. I wanted to. So you think you think I, I get my my Vegas bet that I uh do I win that now if they go straight to the playoffs because. I can I got I got all the division winners right right if it, if it ended the day so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and need need that advancement on that one because uh, with all with all this going stuff going on you're probably right if 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 it is I don't think they're gonna play the season it's not like one team is one like half a game back which that definitely wouldn't be fair but I think because the eighth seed is what what the eighth seed is they know they're probably gonna get swept or something by the Lakers as one so it's kind of like it doesn't really matter um, I seen I seen a couple of tweets about. <laughs> The Raptors, the two seed, playing the Nets, the seven seed in August when Kevin Durant and Kyrie back. I thought that was pretty funny, but yeah, it's it's um it's crazy. Twenty twenty, can we just can we just fast forward to twenty twenty one? I'm ready. I'm ready to start over fresh because this ain't it no more. Well, I don't, I don't know, man. Like we we thought twenty twenty was gonna be the thing, and we fast. We know something. We fast forward in here, and now we didn't had some rough. Some rough stuff going on, man. This this virus, the, the the Kobe tragedy, you know, just worldwide. The the, the Astro scandal, the wildfires, and people think we're on the brink of World War Three, man. So I don't know if fast forward is, is the answer. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon, or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get two dollars off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code two Donato's. Every piece is important. <laughs> it could get worse, man. Everybody thought twenty twenty is gonna be a a positive year, good outlooks, and everything like that, man. man. But it's like, you know, on a personal side, it's been pretty cool. But just in general, man, just you know, big picture-wise, worldwide, <laughs> sports-wise, all that kind of stuff, it's been a crappy year, man. So I don't know if fast forward really is the answer. You know, it's kind of like how when you're growing up, you're like, <laughs> now I can't wait to grow up. And then you do grow up. Now you're like, I'm tired of paying bills. I'm tired of going to work. Yeah. Or, all you right, know, I'm, I'm, tired of, yeah, I'm tired of doing certain things. So I'm not sure if fast forward is the right answer, man. Man, we need, it, it needs something. I, I hope this is the worst that we're going to see. It's, it's only March. Like, like we, like we don't, we don't been through too much so far. So, uh, you know, like I said, prayers and family uh, thoughts go out to all the anybody who has the disease. And hope, hopefully that we we come come with some kind of vaccine, anything like that to get cured. And you know, like I said, it's much more than sports. So let's make sure we stay healthy. Make sure y'all check yourselves and get tested yourself. Um, wash your freaking hands. Wash man. it. Like, oh man, you try- like, like like it is so. 
it is so alarming, like, how many people weren't washing their hands before, because there's no way all these stores should be selling out of hand sanitizer, salt, soap, Lysol. Like, what were y'all doing before? Were you not washing your hands? Like, were you not using paper towels, soap, hot water? You don't have a hand sanitizer at your desk at your job, right? Or, I mean, I don't, I don't know what, what's going on with people. Man. I'm about to say every time, every time I leave and go to a different room or have, have to touch a door, if I come back in, I'm I'm, I'm hitting that bathroom, wash my hands, or hitting that hand sanitizer because I don't have time, and that's just and that's just for regular stuff. That, that's not even for you know the, the, this virus that's that's spreading out now. And this I'm talking about for the for the regular cold, the regular cough. So y'all yeah, y'all stay safe, um, watch out for people and stuff like that, and um. You know, and we'll, we'll get more information about, you know, what this what this uh, disease, virus is really about. So uh, we're going to take, take a quick commercial break and then we'll be back for more. All right. We are back. So, Rashad, so I know we got all this stuff with all this talk, but we'll get into that more when we get more details. So uh, let's move into NFL for agency. I know they canceled like the league meeting, uh, which happens what uh, I think what. Um, well, right, right before the start of the new year or whatever. So, we still got free agency. And they can do all this over the phone, over the stuff like that. We're talking about the tampering. Uh, I thought that the, the league schedule was pretty funny. How 11.59 is what the de- is at the deadline that you can tag players. Um, and then 12 o'clock starts the tampering period. So, 59 seconds later, you can start tampering. Um, you know, I thought that was pretty crazy. But with, with these news coming out, with all this free agency, um, Let's start it off. So where do you want to start first? Uh, we can talk about anybody, man. We know there's a report out that the Tampa Bay Bucks are willing to go all in on Tom Brady. You know, so that that's the thing to watch. Oh, let's go. We let's start there. Let's start there. Get... Um, Tom Brady, the Bucks. First of all, you know your your profit prediction was Phil Rivers to Bucks, which makes sense because he moved to Florida. Um, but you know, there's, there's been rumors about him going to the coach. So, so if, if Tom Brady goes to the Bucks, so we have already, so me and Rashad have already picked, picked two winners last year as a surprise team, the Buffalo Bills, who had a chance to win the AFC East, but they had, had a wild card berth. And then Rashad chose the 49ers who went all the way to the Super Bowl and had a 10 point lead in the second half. So it's been a couple teams that we have talked about who is going to be our surprise teams, for this upcoming season. Now, obviously, offseason is a big part of it, why we choose who we choose. And the Buccaneers were both on our list. So, I guess it's kind of cheating if, if if they get Tom Brady and we say, oh, it's a prize him when it's like Tom Brady who never missed the playoffs. You know what I mean? So, it's kind of like we'll skew that a little bit. But if Tom Brady does go, because I, I do believe this, this is not just smoke and mirrors, only because, at least from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers side, only because you can justify why you moving on from your quarterback. Yes, he threw 5,000 passing yards. Yes, he threw 30 touchdowns. That's all good. But you cannot throw 30 interceptions in one season and think that you can still be the starting quarterback. Now, I like James Winston. I think he could be a really good quarterback with the right tutelage. Uh, Bruce Arians, I think a second year under him, will go from like 30 interceptions to like 18. He's still going to throw a lot of picks. I, I know 18 to 20. He's still going to throw a lot of picks. That's, that's, where he, that's what he do. But... With Tom Brady there, do you think this Buccaneers team, one, not only not only competes for the NFC South, but two, do you think they compete for a Super Bowl right away? If they get Tom Brady, maybe improve the O line a little bit more, and they have some money, if they spend it the right way on some deep on some defensive pieces, 
because Todd Bowles, he needs to, he needs to fill in a few defensive holes. They could win the NFC South, and they would probably be in contention for the Super Bowl. You know, it's hard to win it your first year with chemistry issues, getting used to the guys, building some camaraderie, things like that. But Tom Brady is that kind of guy, and this may be his – he didn't – for a guy who was 42, 43 years old, he didn't have a bad season this past year. He just didn't really have enough weapons to get the ball to. So you get this guy, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, potentially O.J. Howard or um, Cameron Bray, whichever one you know, ends up staying, decent running backs in the backfield, Ronald Jones, Let's see what happens with David Johnson and what the Cardinals cut him and he goes to play with Bruce Arians again. You'll give Tom Brady a few weapons like that, put another piece or two on the O-line and a few things on defense. The Bucks could easily be an 11-12 win team, win the NFC South, because we know what the Panthers are. They're really getting ready for a rebuild. The Falcons are kind of stuck in the middle because they are paying so many people. They can't even afford to make improvements outside of this drafting. So, and the Saints will still be relatively competitive because they're bringing back Drew Brees, and they, and they still have a load of roster themselves. So, Bucks Saints could be one and two in that division, and either one would have a chance at the Super Bowl, in my opinion. Man, I've been. It was funny. Is I think I think I've been dying on that. Man, this is the year Atlanta gonna do something here for a minute since they left the Super Bowl. I thought they, you know, had a good team. Getting Tom Brady, I wonder though. Like I'm, I'm not a big. I think I, I think I pretty much expressed it enough that I am not a big believer in in the old heads when that comes to Drew Brees, that comes to Tom Brady. Now, because Bruce, now can Tom Brady put it where you need to put it? Of course. Uh, and then not having like the guys that he will have are not considered deep. I mean, you can do you can really consider Mike Evans a, a deep threat. Or Godwin a deep threat. I don't really think. I, I think they're just overall balanced receivers who can do it all. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, Chris Godwin was one of my favorite guys coming into the last season, and he proved it. Mike Evans been a top. I mean, you can argue about him being a top three, top five receiver year in and year out. Um, but he, yeah, you're right, man. Having a guy like Bruce Arians, who he's always at least going to be an average team. You add a Super Bowl winning quarterback, Super Bowl pedigree of Tom Brady to that kind of offense. And you talk about the defense. This defense is rising. Like Vita Vea is a was a baller. Sue was on the team last year, and he, you know, you if I say you get Tom Brady, why wouldn't I come back? Um, I, I think I think they just they just the secondary needs to work. That's that's where they need to work at. They have cap space though. So I mean, who Chris Harris? Chris Harris is on. I mean, I don't think he really fits the the Todd Bowles as, as much, but. I mean, you have Byron Jones on the market. You can fix the secondary really quick. And here's back there at safety because they passed up on Minga um, Fitzpatrick and Derwin James back-to-back years. So they still need a safety, still need a corner. If they can get those pieces in, they they got the linebacker last year in uh, in Devin White. So they 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 got they got pieces everywhere. And that this Buccaneers team is ready to explode. Is is Tom Brady the right move? You know, I I don't know, but. If Win, just think about this. If Winston threw half half the picks he threw last year, what do you think the Bucks would be? Ten and six. I mean, they were seven and nine last year, and that's off the back of thirty interceptions for your quarterback. Like you was really close. You was a, a, a basically almost a five hundred team. I mean, you was an overtime week seventeen, basically a five hundred team 
with a quarterback who is very, very sporadic, you get somebody who, like Tom Brady, who's not going to throw the picks. Tom Brady has never been known to throw picks. You're talking about a team that, eat, like you say, easily can go 11 to 12 wins just on that fact alone because everything else is already rising. This is why we had them on our list to be a to be a uh, surprise team because all the writing is on the wall. And I don't know if Tom Brady makes them a Super Bowl team, but definitely in the playoffs is a team I don't want to play. Now, I would tell you this. If Tom Brady goes to Tampa, I was, you know, I'm, I'm over, you know, as, as a Vikings fan, I, I always go to a game, at least one game a year, where I go on like, like on a vacation. Now, I got family in Tampa, so I definitely can hit that up real easy. I definitely will go. I've never seen Tom Brady live. Have you ever seen Tom Brady live? Uh, not like I think off the top of my head. Because no. I don't think it, it, it was rare when they played, you know, when the Patriots played Atlanta. I, I, I mean, outside the Super Bowl, I don't remember him playing Atlanta. But anyway, um, like, I definitely might like reconsider my decision, and I might go to Tampa and see Tom Brady versus the Vikings. Like, I, I really just want to see Tom Brady live. You get to see him with, with like I said, with these weapons, man. It's, it could be something special. It could be a, a magical year. And Tom Brady, knowing he don't want to go to a spot where he has to rebuild, this is why the Chargers, uh, even though they have a good roster, but they have a lot of questions still. This is why the Raiders, even though they need him to, to sell stuff, He's not. That's not really a good option. I mean, I, I've heard rumors of you know Miami Dolphins. I, I thought that was pretty crazy. And even Tennessee, you you don't really think Tennessee has an opportunity to, I mean, get back to the championship game. They have a good team, but are they really going to get back to the same spot? I don't know. So, I know Tom Brady is a smart guy. This, but this this is right on the wall, and I'm I'm all I'm all for it if he does go there. Because I mean, I've heard the Teddy Bridgewater rumors. I don't know if you like that or not, but I don't think Teddy Teddy and Bruce Aarons fit. So yeah, give me get get Tom Brady. Even though I don't really like the old heads, give me Tom Brady. Well, Teddy Bridgewater is gonna probably wind up being this year's offseason Nick Foles. Like somebody's gonna pay him too much money, and then they're gonna be stuck. <laughs> probably. I mean, but at least at least Teddy stuck is like I'm not gonna like I'm not a sorry quarterback. I'm just not gonna put you over no hump. I'm just gonna get you. I'm gonna, I'm at least get you eight and eight. You know what I mean? Like it is. I need everything else to help me be. A playoff caliber quarterback, you know, at least Nick Foles there. I, I, I'm, I'm not a believer in Nick Foles. I don't, I don't think he's that good. I think he had that one year, but anyway, go back to your, your point. Yeah, I, just, I just hate guys that are that can make you be in the middle. Like I don't want to be eight and eight. I don't want to be nine and seven. I don't want to be seven and nine. That's why I don't like Marcus mediocre. Like I don't want to be in the middle. I want to be really good, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 wins. You know, in the playoffs perennially, making. Conference championship Super Bowl runs, or I want to be there as on the corner of Cleveland Browns. I can always draft in the top of the draft, you know, three, four wins, or like the Redskins, something like that. I don't want to be in the middle, seven, nine, eight, and eight. I want to be able to hit on the top prospects like the 49ers did, and then you can start your run of being, you know, potentially being good for years to come. Like, I'd rather do, I'd rather be in that, that mode versus. Paying guys like Brissett, paying guys like Foles, paying guys like Bridgewater, where you're only going to be six and ten to nine and seven every year. You really can't land those top prospects. You can't. You're not bad enough to go get that game-changing quarterback or potentially landing that game-changing pass rusher or or left guard or something like that. I want to be bad so I can get good, not stay in the middle and just stay complacent, pretty much. 
All right, so uh, let's see what are the rumors I heard about. So Byron Jones, uh, real quick. Wow, wow, let's switch gears to Dallas. I, it was rumors about Tom Brady going there. Uh, Byron Jones is being rumored to be the highest paid safe uh, corner in the game. Now, I think that's all fine and dandy, but you know a team who don't like this, the Rams. Cut a guy paid Jalen Ramsey at some point. Um, but do you do you believe Byron Jones should be up there in the upper echelons of the cornerbacks? I mean, when healthy, he is you know one of the athletic cornerbacks in the league. You know, he had a great combine way back when. Uh, very versatile player. He can play safety, can play corner, very long, uh, can fight with the big ones, and he can run. So do you think he belonged up there in the category or what? Uh, I mean, you really can't say whether he belongs or not. It's just all a matter of, of timing. Uh, so whatever your birth date is, whatever your draft date is, that that's your calling card because whoever's up next, that's who gets the money. So if Byron gets paid first, that's going to dictate Jalen's market. If Jalen gets paid first, that's going to probably have it. You know, if Jalen's probably hoping he gets paid first, so that means you know, Byron, he'll probably have to equal what Jalen gets paid because Jalen's viewed as the best corner. So there's no way Byron can make more than Jalen unless the team just flat out overpays for him. But either way, it's going to hurt the Rams because they already cap strapped. We've got Gurley and Golf, Donald. So the Rams are going to be hurt either way in this situation. But for for those those two guys, say Jalen and Byron, Byron probably has to hope that Jalen gets paid first, so that he can at least be on the same playing field as him. Or if Byron gets paid first, it'll run up the the checkbook for Jalen. He can say, "Hey, if this guy got that, I need this because I'm better than that guy." So you know, both those guys are going to cash out. In NFL, it's all about who's up next. That's why Dak is turning down $33 million because based upon his birth date and his draft year, he was fourth round pick, so he can negotiate his deal earlier and whatnot. You know, guys can, uh, you know, the, you, you can set a new market. So even though he may not be Russell Wilson or Pat Mahomes, he has that lyrics where he can command more than what he's worth. Yeah, I, I think I mean I think Byron Jones is a good corner. I, I think he stays in the NFC East surprisingly, but um, you know maybe a Redskins, maybe maybe, maybe a, a Giants uh, team, uh, maybe the Eagles. I think all three all three of those guys need corners. Uh, so I think that'd be pretty interesting where he goes. And yeah, you're right. Uh, Byron Jones about to set, he about to set the market, and Byron Jones would probably get paid before Ramsey because I think Ramsey still. Well, I think well Ram- Ramsey probably uh, will get paid at some point, but I think he's gonna wait for the CBA, where a lot of guys can't. Brian Jones cannot wait on that, so uh, I think Brian Jones is gonna set the market sixteen million, and you know Ram- Ramsey gonna he's he's the best, if if not one, he's two or one A one B with Stephon Gilmore, but he's gonna get paid like it, and Brian's got to do it because he you traded what two first and the second or, or something like that uh, for him. And you don't really have the you know you don't really have the the assets around him, so you have to pay Ramsey. Um, Byron Jones will get the will get the bucks. And now, now, let me ask you this: Do you think Cowboy? Do you think Cowboy making the wrong decision when it comes to this? Because my 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 thing is, as a GM, I I wouldn't let guys go if they're great, right? So. You know, you pay Tyron Smith, you're paying Zach Martin because they are great linemen. Can you find better? Probably not. Um, same, same thing, you know, Z. Can you find better? Even though, we you know, we, we believe don't pay running backs. Uh, they paid Jalen Smith. 
Amari uh, Cooper has to get paid. Uh, you had to pay Dak Prescott, of course. And it's like, did, did they did they spend their money the right way by letting Byron Jones go? Because to me, it's like, all right, quarterback is the most valuable position, followed by, followed by what I would say a pass rush because now we have to get to the quarterback because of the passing league. Now I would say third, the third spot it will be like the the tackle spot to protect my quarterback, and then fourth and fifth arguably it will be corner and receiver. Uh, that's how I see it. And it's like, okay, if you if you're doing that, well, Byron Jones should have been high on your list because you got the quarterback. Well, then you got you got to pay him. That's that. Number two position, Demarcus Lawrence. You have you paid that. Uh, number three, I mean, you could get Tyron Smith and Zach Martin to an extent. I mean, I mean, Zach Martin, the best guard in the league, best offensive lineman in the league. So you can't let him go. And then right here, here you go, corner or receiver. And I think everybody's in the cards that Cowboys are choosing Amari Cooper over Byron Jones. Now, do you think that's the right, you know, right allocation of resources? I know they shouldn't have paid Zeke, in my opinion. But um, do you think they're making the right choice, Cooper versus you know, Byron Jones, or or you know, maybe overpaying Demarcus Lawrence or maybe not paying two offensive linemen top dollar. Do you, do you think they're making the wrong decision or do you think letting Brian Jones walk is the is the right move? Well, they're kind of stuck either way. You you traded for Cooper, so you gave up some capital. So you're kind of inclined to keep that guy because you gave up capital for him versus you just, you know, you drafted Byron Jones and, you know, you may feel like, okay, we can, we can draft another – you know, a replacement, we draft somebody else, or maybe we can just kind of hit on some cheaper free agents and, you know, replace that position. So it kind of depends what their mindset is. Like, I, I like Amari Cooper. He was, a, he was a stud at Bama, and he's had stud flashes in the NFL. But there are just too many times where he disappears in games. So I wouldn't be trying to pay him top dollar either, you know. You definitely want to secure that. At the right price, though, as far as Cooper, I would I would just franchise tag Amari Cooper and see what happens because he there's just been too many times he disappears. Like he will hit you for an eight catch, hundred twenty yard game, maybe two touchdowns, and then before you know it, he's giving you three catches, twenty seven yards. You know that's <laughs> that's not doing it for that's that's not doing it for me. I mean, whether you play fantasy football, you're the Dallas Cowboys. You're the offensive coordinator. I don't care who you are. That is frustrating to have Amari Cooper in that capacity where he can go crazy one week and then the next week he's really not even a decoy because once he's not getting the ball, there have been times where he just quits on the route or he'll just kind of start to, to take on. You can just see he's kind of jogging off the route. And he's jogging off the line of scrimmage. He's not even running some route hard. So <laughs> he's yeah. a good player. He's a good yeah. He's a good player. Not a great receiver. Uh, if you have to choose one. I would just pay Dak, but at the right price, franchise tag Amari Cooper, and try to get something done with Byron Jones because in the NFL, it's rare that they do those NBA type of trades or signing trades. So that probably won't happen when he can go out here and seek his own deal, and they've gave him permission to do that. So it's probably going to wind up being they keep the offensive guys because they feel like they need a receiver to go alongside with Dak. Yeah, see, but I, I'm I'm on the illusion that if you want to pay, if you're going to pay the quarterback Dak Prescott, which they should pay him, um, you like you pay the running back, you pay like, you just, you pay to a lot of people, and somebody has to go in that in that sense. Now, whether it's a receiver or a corner, that's what you have to realize. Okay, where's my strongest point? And I think Gallup Gallup now he has a, he had a good season last year. Now 
He's only a second year pro. He can turn into something very, very special as a third year pro. When you have when your team is predicated around the run, you know, you don't really need two great receivers. Like if if Gallup turns to a great receiver, then okay, well we, we spend our money why uh no not wise because now we're paying Cooper, we're gonna have to pay Gallup when his contract comes up. And you know, alluding to your Cooper point, yeah, game week one, six catches, 106 yards. Week two, four for 44. Uh, week five game, 11 for 226 yards. Then he had a week 10 game where he was three for 38. So, yeah, it's it's it's, it's a good. He is a good receiver. I'm not gonna say great receiver, but he he is one of he is a great route runner. I would say that. Um, but yeah, I think they're making the wrong choice. But it's not it's not really more a Cooper's thing. My thing always go back to the to the running back, and I love Z, but. You know, you know I me. Mean? You can't. It, it wasn't his turn to get paid, and he got paid a year too early. Then, in my opinion, and you know, now's a now they have to make the decision. And Brian Jones is out of there because Cowboys cannot afford him. And Cooper, they better hope Cowboys better hope this that this CBA doesn't go into effect because they need the franchise tag one and transition tag the other. Um, with Dak with Dak and Cooper, and I don't think Dak gets no deal done. Uh, I, I've tweeted this a, a lot of times. Pat Mahomes is going to make forty million. Russ makes thirty five. So a quarterback three through fifteen should make from thirty four point nine and less to around about maybe twenty five million dollars, right? So it's like where do you where do you see Dak at? Like golf is averaging like thirty three and a half uh, per season. Uh, I think Dak better quarterback. Uh, I, I think you are you you on the golf side if I'm not mistaken, but you know Dak should at least get that. And you know he turned down thirty three million dollars. I don't know you know. What's in there for him? I think he's waiting on the new deal because if the cap, if the cap, if salary goes up again, and obviously you want to, you want to capitalize, and maybe you can get, you know, 34, 35, 36. So we'll see on that. But yeah, I they have to, they have to pay Dak, whether they choose the right decision by Cooper or not. I'm, not, I'm not sure, but I, I definitely, I definitely think uh, Michael Gallup has the tools, and with this deep receiver draft, I think. Cooper not, might not get the money he deserves because think about all the teams who need receivers. Buffalo Bills. Like, they could use Cooper. Um, I mean, this goes on. I mean, you got uh, the Raiders. Uh, oh, not Raiders. Who's already there? Um, who, who the, the Jets need a number one receiver. Uh, you got give – uh, give me some teams that need some. Um, I would say the, the Bengals trade A.J. Green. They could use a number one. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of different teams that's probably going to draft receivers. And with this deep draft class – uh, Arizona need receiver. Uh, with the draft class, it's like, is Cooper value even going to be high? Like, is, is it going to be high enough to where he can make the money that Brian Jones will make? So it's kind of like, man, you might can get Cooper on a cheap end deal. So that's probably why you're going to choose Cooper over Brian Jones. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting situation for the Cowboys. And it's also going to be interesting to see what happens with the, the draft now, too, because let's just say, you know, they're supposed to have it out there. In, uh, in Vegas, so I wonder what happens with the draft, you know, in regards to the the virus pandemic and things like that. Like, will it still be in Vegas? Will they just do a a phone in draft? Hey, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a phone in. It got to be, it got to be. Like, I'm wondering what's gonna happen with that too, man. So that's the that's the interesting situation in it, in itself. But this is one of the more studied studied drafts. You know, any type of scouting is pretty much shut down at this point. You know, everybody's grounded flight-wise and stuff like that. So, let's just see how it plays out. It's going to be an interesting few weeks ahead. Free agency is still going to take place. So, let's see what, you know, what guys sign where because the process is going to be different. Normally, guys would have meetings with teams and coaching staffs and 
you know, you can look at the board or presentation and see, hey, this is what we're going to do for you. But I guess now guys going to be FaceTiming Skype or Google Hangout for their free agency interviews so they, they so they can't still see their presentation or whatever. So I just want to see how it plays out, honestly, man. Hey, I did, did um, <laughs> you know, what's funny that T. Higgins for Clemson got lucky that his pro date wasn't, uh, wasn't like, wasn't canceled by, you know, all these scouts not coming to see him because, you know, he didn't participate in the combine because he said due to rest. So, like, you know, I, I'm kind of glad he got to do that because he was kind of falling on the draft board and it's not even because of him, it was because of Justin Jefferson and the LSU. Uh, Henry Ruggs III, who I believe, out of all these people, would be the best receiver in the class. I think Judy is my number one receiver, but I think Ruggs would be the best receiver in this class. But either way, like, T. Higgins was, was neck and neck with C.D. Lamb and Judy, then falling down number four, falling down number five. Oh, number six, he got, he got the Denzel Mims from Baylor. So i kind of glad that he had the, he had the, uh, the pro day because I think, I think it was today or yesterday. So he got lucky with that. As far as timing, but yeah, you're right. It's gonna be kind of crazy because none of these guys can't scout as fully as they want to. They're gonna have to use. I think I've I've seen like they're gonna use FaceTime and those like that to set up interviews and meetings uh, with players, which obviously saves you a lot of money uh, for, for flying it. But it does take away that personal connection that you get meeting somebody face to face in the same room. So it's it's really gonna be a very very <laughs> very interesting next few weeks as far as March concerned. Um, I'm kind of glad I didn't spend that money, man, to go uh, to go to to go to the draft. I thought about going to Vegas and, and uh, you know going to the draft, but you know things happen, so um, you gotta make adjustments accordingly. So it's gonna it's gonna be very interesting in the next few weeks. Uh, any other rumors out there? Uh, have, you ever, have you heard anything about uh, about Clowney? Because I feel like he's a superstar that's being forgotten. He's he's a he's a he's a wild card. Like he can stay in Seattle. He can wind up being a giant. He can. He can wind up going to the Colts. Clowney's a, a wild card. I want to see where he goes. I think wherever Clowney goes, it he 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 might he might shift things around. Like imagine, I mean, I still believe that the Giants' best interest is to draft offensive linemen. But imagine if they draft Isaiah Simmons and Clowney, and then sign Clowney. Like, and they have the cap space because they, I mean, they're they're not paying anybody. They have the well, you know, Golden Tate getting paid, Shepard. They're not paying no great salary. Um, defense not get paid at all. So imagine if they would get Isaiah Simmons, Clowney, and then boom, Chris Harris. So so you know they like they, they just they just fill out stars everywhere and pay that defense and all of a sudden this team can go from this is another team that's been on my list the whole time as far as surprise team because the NFC East can struggle and the Giants can be right there. So I think I think you're right, man. I I, I do like that Clowney to Giants. He might stay in Seattle depending on the money. Um but once again it's kinda of like man I think Clowney might be a different case, but it's like great players never, never hit free agency. Yeah, he's in an interesting spot because you know Houston wanted to give him a deal, but it wasn't what he was looking for, so the trade happened. But it's gonna be a very, very interesting few weeks, whether it's you know sports and just in a general world. So I'm looking forward to see how everything plays out. Everybody stay safe. Get your lights off. Get your hand sanitizer. Get your soap. Keep your hands clean. Wash your bed sheets. Just, just do normal, <laughs> normal things. things. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> just do normal things to keep you to keep your hygiene and your health in check, where you don't catch it and you don't potentially 
pass it on or get it from someone else. So everybody just stay safe, take care of yourself, stay clean, stay hydrated, drink water, and just, just do normal things, man. I'm about to say, uh, yeah, <laughs> please, please do all that because you never know what's going to happen. So um, that's pretty much it for the profits this week uh, from myself and Rashad. Uh, like I said, stay safe, man, because you never know what's going to happen. Never know what's going to happen. But make sure y'all tune in and follow us on every on everything. Um, preach, care, preach with Rashad. We out. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.